0: I got a method and get you funding for new brand new LLCs, all right? Typically, you know, to go there and get your no doc, you know, lines of credit and stuff like that, The business needs to be over two years to get your line of credit. But got a brand new business, you can also stack your credit cards as well. So say, for instance, I got, you know, LLC1, Gerard Enterprises, okay? I can go to Truist. But it's about sequencing the banks. You got to realize what banks pull from what bureaus. So if I know, okay, Truist pulls from this bank, you know, a PNC pulls from this bank, and I don't know, Navy Federal pulls from this bank. Okay, look at, look at your inquiries, figure out what banks, like, for Chase, they might be more particular on how many inquiries you have so you might want to go to chase first
1: so welcome back to another episode with motion and success and today we have another guest that is having motion and he's successful matter of fact he actually bought his first house at 21 years old left a six-figure job to make his first seven figures in business and now he's building a multi-million dollar empire right now so this is one of those episodes you definitely want to tune into we have my co-host today which is io
2: yep Back with another episode. Let's get it. Let's get it. We got a great guest today.
1: Yep. And we got Cody, as you guys know, future underscore the CEO. And our guest today
0: is Yeah. You know what's funny you say future that's uh future the CEO is Jay the CEO. Oh, word. Jay Jay underscore the CEO. So here, you know, I'm Jeron. Um, uh, I'm in here to talk about uh personal credit, business credit, and uh, you know, things they don't teach in the schools, you know, they don't talk about financial literacy, so. Wanna go ahead and let you guys know all the inside secrets and uh how you can go ahead and you know be able to leave your nine to five job too. Mm. So
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's okay. up. First so, yeah. of all, I gotta
2: thank you for even pulling up. You coming from, sure. all the way from, from from where? From
0: from Maryland. From Maryland. See, yeah. And this this one I drew I drove down here. Normally Damn. I fly, but this <laughs> was about a six yeah. and a half hour drive. So and you know
1: when a person from Maryland, because they, say, Merlin, they yeah, don't yeah, say Maryland. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, They yeah, say Maryland or Maryland. It's a little yeah. bit different from how we say it up here, but oh, yeah. that's how you know.
0: But so, you know, but you got Baltimore, so they got Baltimore. Baltimore, they got a whole different accent, too, so. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: B-More, they definitely do got a different episode, yeah. like a different uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Like the way how they say two, they be like you,
0: two, 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 <laughs> you, you you YouTube, yeah, I used to. Yeah, I, I
1: ain't cutting nothing on y'all Baltimore people. I love nah, y'all right, too, bro. y'all. But okay, all right, cool. So, um, Jerron, just tell us about yourself, bro. All right, so um,
0: most people, when they see, they see somebody that's out here that's successful, they don't understand that, hey, you know, I might went through the same struggles that you actually had, okay? So I'm here because, you know, like you just said, you know, I bought my first house at 21. You know, you got a lot of people that talk about, you know, how they, you know, went from nothing to something that was, you know, homeless on the street. I wouldn't say I was in a situation like that because, like I said, I did start off, bought my first house at twenty-one. But the thing about this was, is is, is about, it's not about the credit score. It's about the credit profile. All right, mm-hmm. that's one thing that's really big. All right, so when I went, first went to go buy my, when I went to go buy my house the first time, right, I was twenty years old. The first time I actually was denied. I was denied because I didn't have no actual. I didn't really have nothing on my credit. It yeah. was just I had a seven thirty-five. So, at that point, you know, I learned a little bit about. How like what credit was like? I said it wasn't taught in school or anything like that. So fast forward like six months later after they told me I you know wasn't approved, I did exactly what the lender told me to do, and I got you know I got approved. So that was that. There was the first time home buyers uh, credit Obama had. So you know it was two hundred thousand dollars for the house. All I had to do was come to the table with well eight thousand. The down payment was total was sixteen. So. That worked out pretty good so like i said me honestly being young i ain't had no kind of facial hair nothing like that you know i
1: can't (laughs) even imagine (laughs) my
0: my neighbors used to ask me they used to say uh yeah hey are your your parents ever home and i'm just like this is my house like this is this is my house right but it also helped me out too because you know you got solicitors like your daughter those salesmen nothing against you you know you're watching this and you this is your job right but they used to say hey your parents home i'd be like no they're not here and they'd be like okay cool, but anyway, so, you know, I want to get to the reason why I'm actually here. So it's a uh, because I, you know, I, I said I had good credit. I seen what it can actually do, but I didn't maintain good credit. Yeah. I had a situation that actually happened and my uh, I wasn't really making a lot of money. Right. right. I ain't lie, I was making like fourteen dollars an hour. Right, I don't even know how I even got the house, but regardless, you know it's all on that. On, it was all on that credit. I was just about to ask at, you that. like, yeah. like yeah.
1: what was your occupation at that time? Like when you bought your first house at 21, so and have sixteen thousand dollars to put down.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. How'd you do it? So, I, I saved up a little bit. I was only like I said, I was working at uh this company is called Dish Network. So, you know, like I, was, I was on the roof. Yeah, yeah with the cable. Okay, yeah, okay. that was my first job. I Was there for two years, from 18 to 20 years old. I left because, like I said, they. I'm about my money, right? Yeah. So I left them, went to, start off at the company. Uh, started working at Comcast. All right. Um, did take a little small pay cut in the beginning, but I'm more or less thinking about the long term, the long term success, right? I knew if I stayed at this company at uh at Dish Network, okay, cool, I might get a two dollar, three dollar raise, right? But it was just I was going to be a tech, like just this a just a satellite tech. Where if I knew I went to Comcast, I'm thinking about okay, I can get you got this position, you got this position, like I can actually you know, make six, you know, six, six figures, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I, that's what I started doing, you know, back, I remember I made my first time, I made a $18 an hour. I was like, damn, $18. Then I got yeah. to $20 an hour, you know, but anyway, like I said, just back to the main, the main point of everything, you know, yeah, I was, started getting these cars, you know, I, I was, I'm big the big the cars or whatever started paying my mortgage and stuff late, not really thinking too much of it, all right? Mm-hmm. Then I seen that my credit score actually dipped down. But again, most of the time when people realize about their credit score is when they realize they need to get something. They need to go get a house. They need to get a car, most right? Most times, yeah. So um, this is the crazy story right here. I had an ex, and I left her about a whole year ago, right? I left her a whole year ago. She decided on Valentine's Day, mind you, I got a whole nother girlfriend, Right. She decides she wants to come, I want to get the, oh, I, I left a remote control at your house. <laughs> like, literally on Valentine's Day. It was snowing outside and everything, too. And That's she said, funny. yeah, I left the remote control. I think it was to, like, a game, game system, a GameCube or something like that. And I'm just like, okay, what are you doing here? I need it back. You, you and I coming in here? You know what I'm saying? So I guess she got mad. She got in her feelings. So she, uh, she, le- she left, but she wasn't done. She came back. She watched me to see when I actually left for work. And one day, she just I, I come back home and I had a dog. I came back home, house was house was destroyed. She broke in the house. She she got a remote control. She slashed the tires in my truck, cut nice. the seats up. Wow. And when she cut the seats up, they ended up calling it, you know, considered being total because their airbags is airbags inside the seat. So at this time I had oh. a tie So because the seats was cut up, they was yeah. like, yeah, it's the value of the truck. You know what I'm saying? But mind you, for me, I ain't gonna hold you. I was cool about it because I wanted to get escalated time. Oh yeah. So I was like, "All right, you cool? Thank you, thank you, thank you." But where the where the where the issue came in is that okay, now I got the check from the insurance company. They paid off the truck or whatever, and I think I don't know. I can't remember if they gave me like two or three thousand dollars, you know, afterwards. But now I'm going to these these dealerships, these car dealerships, you know, and they're like, "Yeah, your credit score is like a five something," mm. and I'm like, "Okay." Mind you, not even thinking nothing of it. And then the people that was approving me, it was like, yeah, we can get you in, but it's going to be a 29% interest rate. That's crazy. It's crazy, 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 right? So, after just going back and forth, searching, searching, and being like, oh my God, this is crazy. I never be in a situation again. I finally got a place. As a matter of fact, it's crazy. I just now remembered what it was. It's called Sierra Auto Finance, right? It was a place out in Virginia. Yeah. They was able to give me 16%. And when they gave me 16%, you jumped to that. Man, I was like... I feel like the happiest man in the world, 16%. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, if you are, if you understand about credit, you know that 16% is actually crazy high. Still You know high. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, nowadays, you know, I get 3% and I get mad when I get a 3% because I'm looking for that 2.4. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, nope. I literally called when I got my last vehicle. I, I literally called and said, yo, why do I got a 3% interest rate? So, I, I no, I, I'm not making this stuff up. So anyway, you know, I know this is a long little, yeah, little stretch. Cool.
1: It, it it all makes sense because I wanted to know. I'm like, yo, listen, like, like the story getting into credit. It all started because of a crazy girl. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. now a crazy girl. Now it forces you like for me, like personally, like. One time my laptop had cracked, I got a MacBook, you know? <laughs> I'm like, shit, like this a great this is a great opportunity to go buy a new one. You hey, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. this one like two, three years old. So like sometimes when certain things happen, it forces you to all right, cool. But oh, now yeah. you realize along the way that my credit was messed up. So yeah. that mm-hmm. that more than likely that's what has striked you to get into the credit industry, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, For okay, sure. cool. For but so. now one, one quick question, like what invite what's what's one advice you give to the young men, like after going through that whole situation, because we're not talking about renting, like she broke into your actual house. Yes,
2: like, a, a this of, is your house. A lot of men would
1: have crashed out because of that.
2: Yeah, word. Yeah, really
0: bad. <laughs> Look, it's it, that that situation. Like I said, it was just, it was just crazy. But like I said you, you live and you learn. Like you said, things happen. You just gotta be able to get past it. But one thing that I would always tell somebody is, like I said, don't don't wait till it's too late. You know, um, just like just a late payment. You know, late payment—that's one of the most impactful things on your credit report. You know, that's thirty-five mm-hmm. percent. So just one, you can go from a seven hundred <laughs> to a to a five hundred just from missing one late payment. Utilization, you know, mm-hmm. that's the, the next, the next, you know, next best one. So I would just tell everybody, yeah, you know, if your credit score is a 700, 750 hundred, seven fifty, don't just go to the club and let me go ahead and buy these drinks or whatever. If you got a hundred dollars, but you know, you got to pay your car, you know, your car note. Pay your car no mm-hmm. first okay right, yeah. because that can l- literally hinder you and stop you from really getting to where you want to get in life matter of fact on my way up here right it's still a good it's still a good thing like with the whole story but I just watched it it was this couple this couple said hey you know I started going I stopped going out we stopped going out on the weekends and we stopped going on vacations we also stopped uh basically just everything that was considered fun for like three years like they sacrificed all this stuff so they can save up and that wasn't even a lot I think, I think you said like $7,000, right? So they all the sacrificing, but now they got to a point to where now they was able to get themselves an Airbnb, get themselves some rental properties, and now they own like 450 mm-hmm. rental properties, making $250,000 a month, right? So my re- man, my reaction to that was you did all that, which is good. You did a sacrifice, but if you had used your credit and leveraged your credit, you could have actually started this now as opposed to sacrificing Two to three years of y'all not enjoying y'all life, you just gotta bend this line of credit or a loan or something for 50000 fifty thousand, mm-hmm. hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Well mm-hmm. you what
1: what what do you think makes people like all right, cool? Because I I understand both parties. You know what I mean? Like I understand like all right, cool. We could go in and get the funding, and then also we could like cut back on some things and save so that way we're not going into that. Like yeah. like what do you like what do you, what do you think about that? Because I'm like like. It does make sense, but then again, it does make sense, you know? So it's like you got both sides of the spectrum. It's like, all right, cool. We could cut back, but now we actually build a discipline. You know, we got more money. We got we can do down payments. Now we don't have we could be the bank, you know. Yeah. So they do got, you know, I, I understand both sides.
0: Nah, absolutely. It's uh I think that boils down to good debt versus bad debt. Right. Yeah. Good debt is okay, let me uh let me see. Okay, getting an Airbnb property that's gonna make you cash flow your two thousand dollars a month versus, okay, bad debt going to the club, you know, like we was talking about earlier. Yeah. Or bad debt, you know, me okay, buying a watch like this, okay. You don't go and buy this first. You go buy this afterwards. You can use this to market. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. People out there, you know, this is this is this is this is kinda like a little marketing hack, okay? Like people when they go out there and they and they get the Lambos and all that stuff, right? Some people will say, Oh, that's a liability, right? But in reality, to a certain extent, that actually can be an asset, right? Because say, for instance, you're making thirty k in a month, like thirty or forty thousand dollars a month in your business, you're doing pretty good. Thirty making 30, 40, right? But then you go get yourself a Lambo or a McLaren or something that might be four or five thousand dollars a month, right? But now you looked at it as like the superior. Like people look at you, they trust you. Okay, well, I mean, what he's what is he doing? He got to be doing something right. So now you're spending five thousand dollars a month on this Lambo that you get to drive, but now you got three times the amount of traffic so now you went from making Mm $30,000 a month to say let's just say $90,000 even if you just doubled it $30,000 to $60,000 so you make an additional $30,000 you profit an additional $20,000 because you know it kind of like offset its cost Mm -hmm. so it's like I said it's both sides to it you gotta know how and when to use that to be to your advantage yeah you know cutting back you know, it's just it's just it's just going to take longer. But yes, you die you you do have to be more responsible. When I say cut back, I was more or less cut back on. I would cut back to invest into personal development. I'm really big on personal development. I think of, I think of a mentor as like a GPS. Yeah, yeah. you know
2: that, that kind of um. You were touching on this topic of good versus bad debt. So at like just to go back to what you you know the the whole story the whole backstory you was given so. Your credit score is in the 500s. You go to the dealership. You're trying to you're trying to get another car, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, at what point was it that you realized like my? I know you realized like yo, my credit is really bad. It's in the 500s. So when did you realize like now you could use credit for something good, like to get more money?
0: You know. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a good point too. I'm gonna get to that in one that's second.
1: Good question. That's a, That's a that's a good one
0: right there. But I got I, I got tell the backstory behind that. So to finish that part up. When I finally, was, when I got that approved that for that 16%, that sixteen which I was, like I said, I was doing cartwheels and everything because I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, thank you. And, I, and mind you, I'm riding in the car. But, but the president was driving, which was Escalade, so yeah. I felt like I was the man. This was 2014. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay. You know, so I knew that I never wanted to be in that same situation. And then I said to myself, look, what can I really do to help people on a higher scale with something that people are struggling with what is something that I can do and I can help from anywhere in the world? Like, I can be, I can be right here. You know, right here we're we talking. People that's watching this, they can take these tips so they don't go through the same struggles that I went through, you know. And I was like, credit. Because credit revolves around everything. I thought to myself, all these skyscrapers, like say we we, we in New York. Somebody didn't just come with two, three, four million dollars they use business credit mm. they use personal credit they you know they leverage mm. other people's money so uh what was the second part of the question
2: though um like when did you realize like you know like like at what point did you realize like damn like i could use credit instead of me throwing it on liabilities gotcha. i could use credit to, to make, make more, more money. money yeah
0: gotcha gotcha yeah. all right so look I don't know if y'all seen, but this I, I, this is something I just got to say on here too. Yeah, everybody knows who Floyd Mayweather is, yeah. right? So he did this interview. I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever seen the interview where he was talking about how he he uh he used credit to get a uh, investment property that's going to cash flow him three hundred million dollars a month. Yeah,
2: with him, for
1: honey, uh, uh, I I heard I the situations was, where he was I, buying. It was that like, recession like,
0: proof? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Skyscrapers. I know that for, for sure. Yeah. Like, cause he was talking about like buying big ass buildings yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah.
0: So to hear. You hear somebody that's already out there being successful, right? Everybody knows, like I said, I don't know if he's a billionaire, I don't think it said it was, but he, he, he got money, right? Got and he's level. not using yeah. his own money. The fact that he yeah. is leveraging credit, he's if he's leveraging credit, why aren't we doing it? Mm. And we ain't nowhere near what level he's on, so that right there was another like aha moment, but me because I was actually using my own, because I was using my own money when I actually started running my business, right? I was using it to invest into like paid ads to bring traffic to my, to my, to my business. Right. I realized that when I didn't make money, I kind of got scared because I'm like, okay, so I would slow down on the ad spend. But when I realized, Hey, what if I just use credit? I don't have to slow that. I don't have to slow that process down. Right. So then I started getting really big onto that, like no risk, no reward. Cause if you just mm-hmm. don't take no, you know, if you just say, oh, I don't I don't want to do this, I'm scared to do this, you're not gonna get nowhere. And I actually got a tattoo right here that says no risk, no reward. Cause this is actually what changed my changed my mindset. So no mm-hmm. risk, no reward. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate it. So it was, and I and I realized I can use that money also, like business credit, to actually pay for mentors. So it's just, like I said it's like a, it's like a, it's like a cheat code. Why why wait 5 years to make that money when I can actually do this right now? Like if somebody gives you if somebody gives you $100,000 and you just know how to 2x that, you can turn $100,000 into $200,000. You can do that quick. Yeah, Versus yeah. if somebody just gives you a hey, here's $10, turn this into 20. It's going to take a long time to go from 10 to 20 to from 20 to 40. Versus if you got a hundred thousand dollars to two hundred, then two hundred to whatever. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, um, and even back just when I uh, really like scaled up my ads. Right, one day I was washing my truck, and I said to myself, because at this time I was spending like maybe three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars when I first started out, and I said, okay, it was three hundred dollars. At three hundred dollars makes me, at three hundred dollars makes me six hundred dollars. Okay, what does six hundred dollars make me in a week? So then I said, "Why make slow money if I can make fast money?" Right. Mm-hmm. So then I really started scaling like real crazy. I started spending a thousand dollars a day, oh, but again, okay, okay. I was using my own money, and that's where it—you it, know—it it worked. But then it was, it was risky. So I said, "Okay, why not use business credit?" Mm. So basically,
1: so, that moment for you was all right. Cool. So you realize what you can do is you can go out, start using. Other people's money, which is, you know, credit cards, business funding, to go ahead and start getting ads to market your business. And now, when the people start coming in, that's how you're making more money back. Is that, is that basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's it's all
0: about, it's all about like ROAS, like return on, return ad, on spend, ad spend. You know what I'm yeah. So, yeah.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I really want to ask you this because I, I, I remember you was telling me, like, you know, um, what'd you say? You were making six figures, right? I kind of want to take it back to the backstory. story. Um, you were working at Comcast, and when did you leave? I left. Uh, like, what age were you
0: about? I was
1: 33. 33. And then, all right, cool. So you're making $100,000. I really want to ask you, like, you said you're big on mindset. Like, what was the, the turning point for you to say, hey, listen, I'm going to leave a $100,000 job to actually pursue my dreams and start doing those kind of things like, what made you want to do that like because that's not easy like a person like you making a hundred thousand dollars like you, you you made it you type that, stuff that's like, how a yeah, lot of people think yeah yeah, yeah. comfortable so it's like all right cool now you're in a position where you, were you making money in the business already or like were you just starting off from scratch you like you know what i had a bad day yesterday i ain't going back in tomorrow mm-hmm. you know i ain't going back in at all like what was that like for you what was the
0: story behind that well, for me, like, again, we're going to go back to the, the no risk, no reward, right? So, you know, I wasn't stupid about everything. I didn't just, you know, let me just go ahead and quit my job until I knew what I had going on, right? So I went through all the seasons. I went through the good seasons, the slow seasons, you know. Of and I said, you know, Of no of, of business, okay. right? Just to make sure that if I leave my job, am I going to be okay? But then what I also realized by me working both jobs at the same time is, okay, now I'm half-assing my job which was comcast you know i'm not able to serve them my metrics and stuff are going down because i'm trying to run my credit business at the same time and then i thought about this the other way around too now my my credit repair clients i'm not able to serve them because at this point i'm the only person in my business so now you know they're calling me hey what's going on i can't really answer the phone because i'm up in the up in the air up in the bucket yeah. so i said okay well i gotta figure this out although yes they were paying me good money but when I started seeing, like, honestly, like I said, what I was making in two in, in two weeks, working 80-something hours of overtime, literally I was making that in, like, three or four days oh, with, wow. with my business, you know. So it just it didn't really make sense for me to continue. And like I said, they was paying me good money. Like yeah. When I went to my supervisor and I told him I was leaving, I said, listen, even if y'all pay me $100 an hour, it just wouldn't be worth my time. Because the reality is, you know, I said to myself, look, if I... If I leave Comcast, now I can put 100% of my effort into the business. But on top of that, too, it's another thing behind it. Now I'm forced to push hard in my business because if I don't, then I'm going to fail and I'm going to lose everything I work hard for, my house and everything else. So it just going to make me push that much harder. Now, the difference is it's easy to go to work and actually clock in. It's easy to clock in. You know, you got to be there at 7 o'clock. If you're 15 minutes late, you might get fired, right? But when you are your own, you're entrepreneur, you're the CEO, you can get to that point to where you feel like you're comfortable and you may slack off. So you got to be really self-disciplined, you know. It's like going to a gym. You know, you go you go to the gym, you go to the gym by yourself, you start working out, you might be like, get tired and be like, all right, I'm going home. Right. That's true. Versus you got a, a trainer that's on your ass. Give me 10 more. Yeah. You're going to keep on pushing because they're they pushing you. So when you're a business owner, you're the only person that can push yourself. So it does take a really strong mindset. Right. So I just knew that I had too much to lose. Like I said, I just, just you know, I had a new house that was built. Uh, bought a new house and built in, you know, 2021. Plan on, on, staying there for a while. Like I said, I love it. Million dollar home, got it. Can fit all my cars and everything. But it's just, like I said, being being 21, 35 now, didn't want to lose everything. It's gonna, it's gonna motivate me to continue to push further and then like I said just invest in self-development because like I said you it levels to everything yeah you start off here you keep on going here and then now like I said it's just you, you just it's just, just it's never that, ending
1: that's really no risk never ending reward. yeah, yeah. For real, yeah. For real. but hold on you said all your cars I'm very curious like how many cars you got?
0: I mean nothing crazy. It I, I had more. I mean I got I got the vet, I got a denali truck that's lifted. Like everybody calls it a monster truck.
1: Woo.
0: I got the Hellcat, it's my second Hellcat, Hellcat Red Eye. So twenty twenty one. I had a twenty seventeen um, you know, I got bike ATVs, you know, Jexer.
1: God,
0: uh, man. uh Mercedes. Nothing like I said, nothing too crazy. Wow. fact, I'm gonna throw this out there real quick too. This is just a good little note. I try to uh I tried to beat the system one day. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you. So when I bought my house, I was trying to go for my McLaren. I ain't going to hold you. I was trying to go for my McLaren, but my thing was, okay, because I had my other house. All the, they only had, they could only sit it on there. I'm thinking that the, the house is not going to show up for, like, at least another 30 to 45 days. So I called the McLaren dealership, and I'm like, okay, but as soon as I close on this house, I'm going to go down. I think I was going down to New Jersey. Yep. Going down to New Jersey. And mind you, I was gonna just put down like a hundred k in cash. I was gonna finance like the other two, three hundred, like two hundred thousand. Man, I'm telling you, I was like no more than thirty minutes away from the dealership. The dealership called me back and was like, "Yeah, sir, uh, Jeron, we're sorry, but you're you're not approved." And I'm like, "What you mean I'm not approved? You talking to like? Do you know like? Yeah, you we see that you got this 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 house on your thing." I'm like in my head I'm thinking to myself like what house they talking about what house they talking about <laughs> I knew the other one was on there like that was that was something it's like, I was it's like 1200 for that joint yeah. right so they was like yeah it looks like you just got a a, a new a mortgage and I'm thinking to myself like damn how the hell did that thing so up already yeah so anyway I was hurt I had to turn back around I'm yeah. thinking like you know I wasn't approved, not because of my credit score. My credit score was good. I Clearly, I just bought DTI. a house, but it's because of that DTI, yeah. right? Mm. That the income. And, you know, because, you know, I just left my job. Like, when I got approved for the house, I got approved based off of what I was working at my, you know, at my Comcast income. Mm. So, because what they see on there was a specific number, you know, even if I was making that money in my, you know, I could show what I'm making in my business. I couldn't use that. You know, for my DTI, so that's why you know there's a there's a trick to that as well, and that's basically you want to make sure that when you run a business, you want to put yourself on payroll. make sure that you're paying yourself, so you don't have to go back, you know, use two years of tax returns. Mm-hmm. So that's a little, you know, that's a, that's a hack right there too. We spoke about that on a
1: on a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. It, it's yeah. It so so making sense now. Yeah, Ruh yeah.
0: For real. So yeah, I yeah. Just like I said, the profile is, is 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 everything. I don't care. I don't. I don't I don't care credit score is one thing it's like the minimum like okay this is what you need to just get get the get the I don't know hey you can get this this interest rate I look at the credit score like this is what your interest rate is going to be right mm-hmm. so so
2: yeah I'm I'm. I'm glad we touched on you tested on that story right there that's 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 really dope but you're really successful in the business credit space right so somebody who wants to start a new business um how would you advise them to structure themselves? Because a lot of people are afraid to go to the banks. they rather sit, save money. And when you're saving money, you're also spending a lot of time saving that money and a lot of labor to save that money. So it's like the business you could have started a year ago, now you're stacking. Now you mm-hmm. end up starting it two, three, four years later. Yeah, And, it, you know, might not be as successful. But what advice do you have for people who want, like, to structure them properly to, to, to go to those
0: banks? You okay. know, like, what, what advice do you got for them? Cool. So perfect. That's a, that's a good answer. This is what everybody wants to listen for. This is what I want. This is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> right. So obviously, again, we always talk about the foundation. I say the foundation is going to be your personal credit score. Right. You build a house. It's going to start off with the foundation. Right. You can't make it three levels, four levels, whatever, without it, you know, sitting on a good solid foundation. So your credit score But make sure that your credit score, I always say at least a 680. The higher, the better. But again, the score is not the most important part. A lot of people will sit there and say, OK, have 10 plus accounts, which is cool. That's probably all you really need. You know, but the 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 the, the cheat, the code that I use, and I hate to say this word, credit karma. People go to credit karma and they think that's what they're, you know, hey, I got a 750. But again, that's not what it is. But I say, look at the metrics that's on there. It's going to tell you exactly what you need to have a, a good score. It might say 21. It's going to say 21 plus accounts. It's going to say payment history, 99.9, which just have it 100%. You don't want to miss none unless you got a thousand, you know, right. you know, accounts, right? So, basically, make sure your credit score is good. Get some positive accounts. If you don't, if you have a, a good credit score but a thin credit profile, a hack to that is, you know, go to uh, go to Rent Reporters. You can actually backdate your rent two yeah. years, mm-hmm. all right? So, backdate it two years. That's going to boost it. You know, if you got a family member, cousin, mom, dad, you can get them to add you as an authorized user. Although authorized users, they are, they're saying that they're not really, they don't hold as much weight as they used to, like, back in the day. But, like I said, it's still going to help you, right? And if you do get trade lines like authorized user trade, you know, added on there, you want to make sure that it's going to benefit your actual credit score. I mean, benefit your credit profile. So you need to figure out what you're lacking on your on your credit, right? So if you're not lacking, if you're lacking the amount of accounts that you have, it might be better just to get smaller trade lines, but get many more of them. Like maybe get mm-hmm. four small ones. But if you're in a situation where you got a lot of small credit cards, but they only like two thousand dollars limit, then you may want to get one that has a higher limit. All right. You just got to think about it. like So,
1: wait, sorry to cut you, but you okay. said uh, trade lines for the people that don't know or authorized users. What's that?
0: So, trade lines and authorized users, they're basically like accounts, right? Okay. So, like, say Capital One, you yeah. know, you can go to, like, Extra Debit Card. You know, you can get secured credit cards. Anything that's considered, like, an account yeah. that you apply for, that's what a trade line is. And an authorized user is basically you're piggybacking off of somebody else's credit, right? So, you know... You got, you got good credit, hey man. You know, can you can you put me on, man? I I give you five dollars and fifty cent. You know, throw me on your on your on your Amex credit $5? card. Five dollars. You know, <laughs> you know listen. You know, some people, yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, speaking of that too, right? I always tell, I'm always really big on like, like investing into yourself, right? If you think about this, right, billionaires, billionaires will spend millions to become billionaires. Millionaires spend thousands. To become millionaires, and I hate to say this, but broke people don't want to spend nothing, but they expect to be rich. You got to be able to invest in yourself.
1: I mm-hmm. never heard that, but that is a, that's a no, that's fact, yeah. yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, like we was just talking it cost about cost money to make money, huh? Yeah, we was literally just talking about that, like dudes out here, like you know, like <laughs> you know, like they look rich, but you know. Really broke, you know, but yeah. they they willing to invest into the wrong things. things. Like, yeah. they will make their money stretch for the designer, for the jewelry, for yeah. the cars, and they just can't afford it. You know what I mean? And a lot of times it is like when it's, when you tell them, hey, listen, it's $1,000 to learn how to fix your credit. What's $1,000 to fix your credit? Oh, man, you can't hook me up with a deal? Nah, bro, we can't hook you up with yeah. a deal, man. Like Like, this is what you need. Like, you just told me this is exactly what you wanted. You know, so uh, you said, that's a that's a fact,
0: bro. That this that's that's the craziest thing. Those like okay, this this thing just think about it like this, right? If I if if I charge you five thousand dollars to fix your credit, but now this means that you can go out and get fifty thousand dollars. That is worth it, right? You got a hundred thousand dollars in debt, stuff that you didn't mm-hmm. pay, but you're worried about paying five thousand. I mean, I don't charge five thousand for credit repair, but I'm just saying, like. You gotta think about return on investment. Like I pay mentors $20 thousand dollars so that I can make an additional twenty thousand dollars more a month. So I don't care if I pay you twenty thousand dollars now, but now I got a skill set that I can leverage just every single month. So now I got an additional twenty thousand dollars a month. It pays itself back in a month. Mm. If I charge you five thousand dollars for a service, but now you can actually you got good credit. So now you can buy yourself some Airbnb properties or, you know, do digital products. Now you can do that month to month to month. You know it just it just it just makes sense Uh, so so so
2: so after like let's get back to the the whole business um getting funded okay so yep got your personal credit in in place now so now what's the next step
0: so now that the personal credit is in place now it's time to actually structure your business your business uh your yeah you uh british damn the business credit profile okay that's gonna be important now the thing is The business name—that's the first thing you want to think about, all right. So, like for instance, you know, I do credit repair. I can't go to the banks and tell them, "Yeah, this is uh, you know, Jerron Credit Repair." So you don't—that's—that's very important, right there, because that's where people make a mistake. I was talking to a guy the other day, huh? The name of the business, right? The name of the business, yeah. Even if, yeah, that's that's going to be the number one thing. So before you even go get your LLC, before you even try to like think about. Doing your business credit, I always say look up your business name first. first. Make sure nobody else has that same name too, right? You don't want to have something that's really close to somebody else, and then they you tell them about your business, and then they type in the wrong like wrong thing, and they get you send business to them, right? So make sure that your business name is not going to look suspect. It's not going to be high risk. Like if you do trucking, like trucking is considered high risk. Real estate is high risk. You know you want to use something that's going to be kind of like generic. You know it can be your first name last name enterprises. It can be. You know, like my my six figure funding, it could be it, it mm. can it can be anything. So, once you do that, the next biggest most important thing is going to be knowing what your NAX code is going to be. Now, there's a website you're not going to go to to determine you know whether your business is high risk. If you're not sure, all right, what's going to happen is if you go into the banks after you get your after you get your EIN number, right? They're going to ask you, "What do you do?" If you tell them yeah i do this i'm doing real estate blah blah blah, blah whatever the case may be <laughs> they're going to put in a specific code and it's going to say okay cool so then when you look at your actual uh your business credit report that code is going to be on there and that's going to automatically hinder you right right there and there yeah so i always say think about that right there first then once you got that you got your, your, your correct your next code now it's time to make sure that you actually structure your business before you actually go and and actually you know apply right. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you got a, a legit business address, all right? You want to go to um. I always say go to iPostal. You got iPostal. You got Opus. You got Regis, but Regis and Opus uh, and Regis and uh was it Opus? Yeah. They're a little bit more expensive, but the most important thing when you're looking for these business addresses is that these business addresses are actually attached to an actual brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. All right. People can make the mistake not only. Besides them just getting something that's attached to, like, a Staples or a UPS or something like that, right? They might use their home address. Like, that's something that you don't want to do. For one, you don't want people knowing where you live at anyway. People are, people can be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So. Like that X. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You you do not want to know. And I I just learned today, too, that uh, (laughs) that, uh, everybody out here, you give a fake address. Wait, what happened? So, uh... When they when they i guess women are here when they give the address yeah they give an address that's like maybe four or five doors down they don't give the actual oh, yeah, address yeah, yeah. out oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's real huh yeah, yeah that's real that's real okay yeah gotcha' Uber, <laughs> well, gotcha,
1: gotcha. you drop them at the corner yeah you know what I mean, you walk in you did you,
0: you, you see me outside on the corner yeah that's where I'm at yeah I so in. same 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 principle like you don't want people to know where you at you know they get mad because they spent fifteen dollars when you should have charged them ten thousand those are the most <laughs> angriest customers wanted uh, that pay the least, right yeah they always say that those have Pay, pay attention right mm-hmm. so you uh next is going to be your email address right most people they might got a regular email jaron uh at at gmail.com but you want to have something that's going to you know it's going to be it's got to be a paid gmail right support support as six-figure funding info at six-figure funding right that right there is going to tell the banks that you okay you're credible you don't just have a just uh you know a free email address right because they these banks are going to look you up. They want to see, are you legit? So, yeah, business address, right? It's brick and mortar. Your email address, you want to have a phone number, right? It can be a toll-free. I mean, me personally, I, I, I've i had a toll-free number, but I don't know how actually if it really affects you or not. Toll-free number, people not really using them too much these days. Um, let me see. What else? But what you said was key,
1: like, uh, for example, when you go to the bank to open up your bank account, I remember there was one time where I was going to uh, Wells Fargo to open up a business checking account. And I already knew, like, before going in, like, like you got to have your your words on point, like, of what you tell them what you do. Like, so for me, I'm in the credit industry, right? So I went in and I almost slipped up Mm -hmm. and said, hey, listen, I do credit repair. Like, I knew down the line that I didn't want to tell them that I do credit repair. And here's the reason why. is because I understood that I wanted to eventually start off by building a relationship, get a few transactions going through. And then in a few months from now, if I need business funding, I can go ahead, apply for a business credit card, and I can get through without no problem. Mm-hmm. But now, if you go in there and you just tell them, hey, listen, I do credit repair, nah, they're going to they gonna deny you because... Like, credit repair is a high-risk industry. Trucking is a high-risk industry. Cannabis, if you're in New York, you mm-hmm. see them. You see a, 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 I smoke, saw a smoke shop every five stores is a smoke shop now. You know, everywhere you go, it's a smoke shop. Like, if you tell them you're in a smoke shop business, they're going to deny you. Like, so certain little things like that, you got to know before you actually go in t- inside the bank. Like... I had walked my cousin through the whole process i set him up with his llc i told him exactly what to tell him when you go in there don't talk too much just you know yeah. tell them real simple if they ask that's when you answer but don't give too much you know like about your business but definitely explain because they they're gonna raise some red flags like, like, you're not talking like you know what i mean but definitely have you have your have your have your uh your stuff in order you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that way you could prepare yourself to get the maximum funding
0: yeah actually right there too you just made a good point try to limit be careful to say as least amount as you actually can all right even when it comes to like uh i'm getting like my clients and they collecting their bank statements right listen only give them what they're asking for okay if they need more documentation then you go on ahead all right um just to even look a little bit further like i said website you know Sometimes they'll say, do you have a website? You can say no, but sometimes it's better to go ahead and give them a website. But make sure that your website is not showing something that's going to say high risk. So these are, like I said, all this stuff right here is key. But then, like I said, there's, there's you know, once all that's all said and done, you can go to go down to Truist. Truist, if you got just <laughs> one LLC. And this, is, this is a new, this is for a new LLC. Like for, new, yeah. So a yeah, way. here's the thing. This I got a method and get you funding for new, brand new LLCs, all right? typically you know to go in and get your no doc, you know, lines of credit and stuff like that. They want to, you the know, business needs to be over 2 years to get your line of credit. But got a brand new business, you can also stack your credit cards as well. So say for instance I got, you know, LLC one Geron Enterprises, okay? I can go to Truist. But it's about sequencing the banks. You got to realize what banks pull from what bureaus. So if I know, okay, Truist pulls from this bank, you know, PNC pulls from this bank, and I don't know, Navy Federal reports from this bank, you okay, look, at, look at your inquiries, figure out what banks like, for instance, Chase, they might be more particular on how many inquiries you have. So you might want to go to Chase first, right? Because they, you know, they're they going to they be more picky about the uh, inquiries. So I say, OK, 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to go ahead and hit this bank. 12 o'clock afternoon, I'm going to hit this bank. And then in the evening, I'm going to hit this bank. You got three inquiries. That's it. That's one LSE. Now, imagine if you got, if you say for instance you got five LLCs, so this that one day just off of them three banks, that's sixty thousand dollars right there. Sixty. Say you got five LLCs, you know it can it can rack up that way, right? Now, once you start getting, you know, your you, your business is season, it's over two years, then you can start getting a no doc lines of credit, right? So, the trick to this is, like some banks, key bank, right? Like for instance, I'm in Maryland. Maryland, there is no key bank, but there's one in Pennsylvania. You know, this is you know certain states, right? You can actually go and file for a foreign entity. So when you file for a foreign entity, it allows you to get funding in all fifty states. So the 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 trick to that is, okay, you got your if you got a passport, you file your foreign entity, you get yourself your virtual address that's going to be in that specific state. I mean, obviously you got to pay the fee for it, but that way you're not limited on the actual funding, you know, the portion. So think about this. no matter what funding you get it, you know, what funding you get w- for a business, you can use that for whatever. Like I said, you can take it out and just, yeah, just, just leverage that. Mm. Oh, wow. And then, you know, take the inquiries. The fact that it's on your business side, you can actually remove it because it's not going to be, it's not, just, they're not going to see it, you know? A mm. um, lot of these a lot, lot of these credit cards, 0% of interest, you can go 18 months, 24 months, that's a big head start, pay it back later, you know? yeah so it's just it's it's really about like i said the sequence really
1: how has credit turned you up because i know you was talking about you know like credit is what helps you make your first seven figures um like how have you leveraged credit in your business overall like what was the step-by-step play for that well not not step-by-step but like yeah. what was the play like how'd you how'd you use credit in your own personal you know situation in your business
0: so so for me uh Cause I was, I originally was just using my own cash for my, for my advertisement, but I started using my credit cards for actually, for, uh, for the ads itself. That way I wouldn't call myself turning it down or getting scared that I didn't make no money today. Um, and then also mentorship. I used credit cards, 20,000, 10,000, 5,000 to invest in mentorship so I can actually scale my business. So that, um, actually, uh, went for like the past couple of years, I had three employees and. Now I'm eight plus, so I use that to do some hiring recruiting, so I'm not the one that's working in my business. I can actually work on my business. So I mean, those are some of the things that I actually use, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. you know, content, you know, invested in cameras, you know the more uh, yeah, just just travel, you know, just 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 getting out thing you know, business trips. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I said i'm'm I'm, I'm out here, yep, you know that's I really just like I said, personal development, because like I said it's all pays back. It's about return on investment. Exactly. So, yeah. What was like? What was the most
2: you you got somebody in funding before? Like,
0: uh, at one time it was like one hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars. That was that was wow. in, in one round. So typically, you know, I, I get them the specific amount of funding, and then we wait a little, you know, a little bit of time. They take these these accounts, start paying them back, and then they can go in there for like a second round. Uh, so that's why like my my biggest thing is okay, I, I can get you one hundred fifty thousand dollars in ninety days, and with that ninety days. Obviously, that's that's dependent on the fact that you're not starting at a 500 credit score, mm-hmm. all right? So your credit score is, is good, it's decent, and I say 90 days because typically these banks, they want to see three months of bank statements at, at minimum, all right? Depending on your industry, like the lady I was just working with, she's in the high risk. She does bail bonds. Now, I tried everything I could to not really show it, but her her, her bank statements, it was showing bail bonds, bail bonds, bail bonds. So they was trying to, like, limit her funding and they wanted instead of getting three months they wanted like a, a nine months of her statements and they want all this stuff. they wanted to log in so um yeah that's that's what i've gotten like said so far but me me personally i've gotten seven i think i counted all of it, it was like seven hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars in business credit right. but that was over a course of two years
1: seven hundred thousand dollars in business yeah. credit. Yeah, Got to so, stay. Hey. has
2: um <clears> have <throat> has anyone ever came to you and they 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 had like this business idea Um, but they just needed, they, like, they come in, they basically come into you to get the funding, like, help me, like, you know, get them ready to go to the banks and everything. Did you ever had to tell somebody, like, um, I don't think, you know, this is an industry that, you know, you know, it's a really high risk, you know, it might not go too well. Like, do you give them any advice?
0: Absolutely. Every day, all the time. So, I'm a, at the end of the day, you can do what you want, but I'm going to just give you, like, the best, like I said, this Glenn guy, he's a... he he's he's in a it's like transportation. But he more or less want to do, I guess, like limousine, not, not like something with like FedEx, where he's I don't know, I forgot what they all, what mm-hmm. they call it, but long story, like long story short, it's considered logistics. So he wanted to put that name logistics, you know, in the name. And it's like, listen, you know, you you don't want to use that. You know, you might want them to look you up, but you're gonna hinder yourself. So I just like said, listen, I'm gonna do this and do uh like just do enterprises at the end. And not even just that, you know, I get a lot of people that come to me, they want to get the funding, but it's not, may not be the best business idea. Yeah. I might say, listen, okay, so you want to get here, right? You want to be able to make $20,000, $30,000 a month, but what you're trying to start off by doing, it's going to be tough. You're going to need a lot of money for that. So to get some cash flow going in your business, why don't you start off by doing this as opposed to, you know, like... Let me just give you an example, okay? Say, for instance, if you decide you want to be in a pharmacy or something like that, you want to patent, a, I don't know, some kind of medication. I don't know all the details about it, but just say, for instance, you want to patent, I don't know, this cup, but it's, I don't know, right? You know, it's a different regulations and stuff. The F's, I, don't, I don't even know all the, all the terms and yeah. stuff. But you know, they, you got to go through this amount of testing. It's, it's, it's going to be tough, right? But if you if you got five different five business, five business ideas, but i know okay, this right here is not going to really take a lot. I'm going to say start off with this. Perfect that business, get it to run on autom- on automations, and then go ahead and move on to this one. Mm. Or if it's a situation where say for instance somebody comes to me and they say, "Hey, listen, I want to I want to walk dogs for a living," right? I'm going to say, "Okay, that might be your hobby. You may love walking dogs, but I mean, what's your what's your revenue? Like, what are you trying to make in life? Like, what are you trying to be at, right? They say, oh, I'm, I'm trying to become a millionaire. Sorry to say, but you're probably not going to become a millionaire from walking dogs. But what you can do is, you know, maybe maybe make a course, maybe make an ebook, maybe make a, you know, some kind of guidance for somebody that can teach them, hey, if you want to start, you know, your own dog walking business, you can go ahead and actually do this and sell the information on how to actually do it. So say, for instance, you make that be your six or seven figure income, and then now you turn what, you, your, what your passion is into an actual hobby, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, you know, you're still able to do what you want to do, but find a way to make money. So it was just things like that, mm-hmm. you know? From your experience, like, what are some, like,
2: business, businesses that people had came to you to get funding for that, that turned out really successful? Like, what's some of the businesses?
0: So one of my fav- uh favorite story I love telling this story right here. So my client, her name is uh her name was Jessica, right? She came to me, she was in like the medical kind of like field, right? She didn't really know exactly what she wanted to do, so I was like, you know what? I got an idea for you, right? So I did I fixed her credit first. I was able to get her a business credit card for $50,000, right? So what she ended up doing, I said, "Look, go to this website, go to MassageChairStory.com. Right. So she went to massagechairstore.com and she was able to buy, uh, 20. Yeah. She was able to get 20 vending massage chairs for like $50,000. Mm. They each were about, you know, cause she bought it in, you know, in, was bulk. The bulk, in bulk, right? Yeah. It's about $25. So I said, listen, now all you gotta do is just go, you know, reach out to these locations, these vendor places, you know, uh, casinos, rest stops, you know, malls, whatever, barbershops, salons, and just see, Hey, can I set this into your, into your business? You know, it's going to, you know, you, you, you. You know, work that out with the owner or whatever. So, anyway, she was able to make on average about a thousand dollars off of each massage chair. So, someone was like 700, someone was about 800, someone was like 1300. So, because she was able to do that, now she's she has a passive flowing income of about twenty thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, her concern was, you know, that's a lot of work, that's a lot of work for me to go past and do it. Okay, cool. Now, yeah. you can leverage somebody else to do it, pay them five grand a month, yeah. and. Now you're pocketing fifteen grand off of a fifty thousand dollar initial investment. Right. So now after four months, you got fifteen, thirty, forty five, sixty. Now you up ten grand off of fifty thousand. Now you got a pass income, you're making fifteen thousand fifteen thousand dollars a month and you ain't gotta do nothing.
1: Wow. So 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 I mean, ain't that more passive? Like you don't really gotta do too much work for massage chair. Exactly. It's mm-hmm.
0: passive. Passive. So like all you gotta do is
1: really just collect the money, the coins.
0: It's like it's like being an investor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, a lot of people they get into the, uh, the ATMs. ATMs is good too, but the only difference is it costs a lot more to get started with the ATMs, and it's not as much because you are making money off of the surcharges. Yeah. And I think I believe you got to have like some specific kind of. I don't I don't know the details. So if you're watching this and you're in the ATMs, that's why I don't want to say nothing wrong. But you know, you got to have a certain amount of insurance. So it might cost, let's just say, I don't know, say if it costs two hundred thousand dollars to get the same amount of stuff. But it might you might not really make your first profits until. Maybe, say, a year. But at the end of the day, it's still profit. passive income. Make, yeah. You know, you, you make your money in your sleep. Yeah. I mean, st- strip clubs, man, they charge like $10 just for you to use the ATM. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, yeah. is true. I, I remember before I became a, a, a business owner, a CEO, you know, entrepreneur, I used to, I never understood why are they charging money at the ATMs. Like it didn't make sense. Like that's yeah, crazy. Like this exactly is my no money. Sense. But yeah. now I realize that it's, it's somebody else. They're making like just mm-hmm. two dollars off of that, you know. So it's like a convenience kind of deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even gas stations, remember when gas they probably still do it now. Gas stations, hey, if you pay in cash, it's like three cents cheaper or four cents cheaper. Yeah. I should be like, that makes no sense. Now I understand merchant fees.
1: Because
0: uh, I get charged merchant fees. Somebody swipe their mm-hmm. credit card, you know that costs me money. So they can just send me Zelle or cash app. That's, yeah, that's more money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's you gotta the mindset, mindset of an entrepreneur is just you know, you just you just yeah, it's it's just different. Speaking mm-hmm. of money and sleep, because I remember you
1: you was talking you was talking about like digital products, mentorship, course, like like um. With the digital products and and things like that like how can a person really make money and they sleep with 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 those things like with ebooks like can anybody sell ebooks like what's your take on that
0: yeah um anybody can do it i mean the thing is you ain't gotta have the talent to even make it that's the thing about it mm-hmm. a lot of things out here are actually white label so imagine this uh ebooks is just like digital real estate imagine making a product one time right say even if you did it yourself, even if you did it yourself and it took you, let's just say it took you two months to make a digital product or make a course, right? And you say, okay, I'm going to sell it, even if you just sold it for, say, $97, right? You can sell that over and over and over without restocking it. You know, when you do like e-commerce, again, e-commerce is great, right? But you got to buy the product first. There's no such thing as stock. You can't run out of a, a, a email. You can't run out of sending something over and over and over. So, if you have a certain expertise like for instance you know i got ebooks i got courses on business credit personal credit digital products i made it one time i make money like i said just just over and over and over and it's just like all you gotta do is just market it mm. you can use that to kind of mm. like build up your credibility as well so mm. you know people they see you know i give them my just my free course or whatever and they say okay, this guy, he really knows what he's talking about. Now they come back to you for even more help. So it helps you bring money on the back end. And you can also use that, you know, if you're trying to run ads for your business, you can use, say, you know, have a create a low ticket product, say $27. That $27 will be enough to actually offset your advertisement costs. Mm. So they pay $27, you know, say one out of 10 person buys that product and they take some of your up fee, up charges. Now you can run advertisement for free. So even if you spend $5,000 a day on ads, but you make, $6,000 $6,000 up front or even if you make 4000 up front now you ads only 1000 but now you got 500 people that's hitting you up because they really want your service versus trying to do everything so yeah, you can lose digital products for any kind of thing like I said I don't care if you cut hair you know I, I seen somebody on YouTube they was doing a car detailing business and they said one of the best things they ever did was you know somebody just said hey why don't you just start making some content just start making videos of you you know scrubbing these rims making sure. videos of you yeah. you know cleaning yeah. the headliner and stuff and then talk about how much money you make. You seen them videos where they, hey, hair, oh, matter of fact, let's go back to this one. Haircut. Hey, here's a $500 haircut. Here, here's how I made $2,000 a day cutting hair, yeah. right? They seen that, and people are watching like, wait a minute, this man made $200 or $2,000 cutting hair? Yeah. What? But you're showing it. And now you come up with a course, how to make a barbershop business making $2,000 a day and you sell that mm-hmm. people gonna buy it they won't see it wow
2: are you like are you like writing these ebooks yourself mm-hmm. or do you like kind of like get it done like you you kind of send the instructions out you give them the details you give somebody the details and you have them them do everything
0: so some of the stuff so I I have a few ebooks that I've written written myself now all of my courses now that's 100 done by, done by me like my video courses but I have a lot of white labeled eBooks. I got. I have a. You know, if you go to sixfigurewifi.com, I have over six hundred plus digital products. It's basically. Uh, it's like it's like private label rights. You can actually go in there and say, for instance, I got something on Amazon, right? If you want to start an Amazon company, but you don't want to, you you don't really know nothing about it, right? You can go in there. You can actually purchase this Amazon, um, you know, eBook. Go on there, pay somebody on fiber. You know, whether it's $20, $100, get them to change the cover, design it how you want it, change up some of the stuff on the inside, and like I said, make it yours, put your own touch on it. You don't have to go out there and reinvent the wheel. Like, you want to put your own personalization on there, but the reality is a lot of stuff is going to be the same information. Like, for instance, business credit. I don't have to write a whole book on business credit. It's still the same information. Banks operate the same exact way. Yeah, It's not like, okay. Like, if I wrote a book and I just said, yeah, you got to have a six... 79 actually but most people saying 680 you know it's it's the same information so you you can write your own ebooks and with this technology these days honestly i mean the cheat the cheat code is and it's it's bad to say this like they didn't have this stuff when i was in school chat gpt (laughs) you can literally just go on chat gpt and this 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 right here is where this is this is this is this is some game right here you go on chat gpt type in exactly what you want to (laughs) do I shouldn't even be saying all this, but anyway. That's the hack right there, hey, man. Write me a ebook on how I can get. Nope, I'm not telling you all this. Ah. I don't, no, how <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. How to write an e? I can how to I can create me an ebook on how to get $150,000 in business credit without paying a mentor $20,000. You you could do that, and it's probably going to tell you exactly what to do. It's still not going. It's still not going to be like a mentor. But I didn't want to tell you that because then y'all might not want my help. So.
1: But here's the thing: even though even if they do do it, like that's, do it anyway. that's 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 <laughs> that's like half the battle. Like that's fair. the the real yeah. battle is actually what to put on the application now. Like yeah. we know exactly. Top three credit cards that should, that'll, make you, that'll give you $100,000 in front yeah. of Chase Truist or PNC or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still come to you. And they they come to you because they want your help. You know what I mean? So, like, you can give people the game all day. But more than likely, there's still more things to the back end that they just don't know.
0: Plus, they me. don't got the time, too. Yeah.
1: So. You know? So, definitely. Yeah. So,
2: so, for, like, the viewers out there, you know, some people who, like, they're using their personal credit to fund their business. Like why would you advise them to use business business credit instead of
0: personal credit now you're coming with some good questions yeah. that's a good one right there listen listen, yeah, everybody listen wanna listen, listen so with uh first of all just understand this part this portion right here okay with with personal credit say friends you get a personal credit card for say let's just say $10,000 right on the business side you might get three times the amount you might, or as say said, you get 20,000, and the business side might give you 60, but here's the difference. There's no such thing as credit card utilization on the business side. So, with a personal credit card, it, it, you got 10,000, 20,000. Like, I got a credit card on the, on, from Navy Federal, 32,000, 32,500, and then 25,000. And they gave me a, what is it? Uh, American Express, which is only 3500 which is really nothing. I guess they probably got tired of giving me money on the personal side. Think about it is, if I use those credit cards and I max that out, Credit card utilization is going to be 30 percent of your credit score which is next best to your payment history mm-hmm. my credit score can drop 165 points yeah literally i can go from a 700 from 700 to like a 550 just for maxing out my cards but if i utilize this on the business side i can max i can fifty thousand dollars on a card mm-hmm. on top of that too besides what we were talking about earlier being zero percent interest you don't got to pay no interest on it so that's the that's the number one benefit right there you know it's not gonna hurt your score because you you hurt your score <laughs> you you, just, you can't get nothing else right um and on top of that too as far as like the inquiries right because it's not going to show because you're not gonna be able to see it on the business side i think it's, that's the other part of it too you can go actually and remove it and then you can continue to get more and more and more and actually leverage that way but even outside of the part of uh the part of the credit cards a lot of people what they do is when you got when you have a business, you can actually take your cars like out of your personal name and put it into your mm. business name. All right, you know that's just a matter of you know just refinancing it. I, you know you got to establish your business credit, get yourself a payday score. You know do little small stuff, get Uline Granger. You know build up all your tier one, tier twos. You know just just a small stuff which I do break down. I do have a free master class on it. I actually break that down for you. You know, at the very end we're we'll gonna go, and go with that information, but you know this this is just several different ways as to why you want to use your business credit but mainly just so you're not hurting your credit card utilization you know um and like i said just, just a small amount you got to pay back wow. you know monthly
2: That definitely was a, that was a really great that was a great comparison right there like you really broke it down like really really broke it down so like just to wrap because you know we're going to wrap soon where do you see yourself in like five years like like where do you see yourself going with the business do you see yourself kind of like stepping back from the business and just allowing it to flow like where
0: do you see yourself um honestly five years five years okay so my ultimate goal right now like i said i started off with the personal side okay but then i got to the business side the fact that i'm able to employ people like i have employees and they can make money. And that's a good thing for me. Right. I I love that feeling of giving people jobs. You know, they say, okay, cool. You know, having team meetings. So I had to actually transition from, you know, me doing a sales call, me doing the, you know, everything about the business. So now I got to be able to coach you and make sure that you're making your sales, making sure that, you know, customer service is done properly. So that right there is like a blessing itself. So, Five years I see myself just out here just coaching, like, you know, just doing live live events. Um, you know, continuing seven figures. Hopefully, maybe I'll be at eight. I'm gonna go say hopefully I'm gonna be at eight figures by then. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um just I don't think I don't I don't think I'm gonna leave it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I the, the the love and the joy I get out of being able to help people like this in the struggling situation to be able to get out of that. That's always a great feeling, you know. But it's always a thing about actually learning how to do it yourself. So what separates me is like most people, they got service where it's just done for you. I give you a combination of all. All right. They say, "Would you teach a man to fish?" Or you you give you give somebody you give them a fish. They eat for a day, but you teach them to fish. You can you know eat for like I don't know. It's y'all you, gotta, you gotta get the thing yeah, behind it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing like i say with your credit, because you don't want to be able to fix your credit. And then you have no idea how your credit was fixed, and you messed it up again, you're back in the same situation paying somebody else. So my ultimate goal honestly is just be like a coach, be a mentor, and just you know be able to help as many people as I can from you know just be even from from the comfort of my house, be able to pass down the generational wealth to my family, kids, you know um, yeah, just just go from there to awareness. you yeah. think a lot of times the biggest issue is just that it's not aware, it's not taught in schools. Yeah. everybody has that whole mindset of you know graduate high school. Go to college, you know, be a lawyer, be a doctor. Reality is, people don't know, you can have your own business and make more than a doctor. Again, not telling anybody that's watching this, don't go to school. You still want to go to school because, you know, that's that's the right thing to do. But, you know, I, there's so many people out here that literally go to college and they work in a job, so they're only making $80,000 a year. And, you know, there's, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you too, because you was coaching me on some game on on the funding. Like mm-hmm. you was you was giving like alternative ways on how to do funding. Like just break that down for me one more time, bro. Yeah. So I forgot exactly how you was explaining it too, yeah. but it was, it was it made a lot of sense, like the yeah. points and back end and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing about this too. So again, like I said, I talk about the courses. So not only do I fix your credit, but I also will. Teach you exactly step by step how to fix your credit how to get the funding and you know everything in between how to structure it, but here's the thing once you learn all this stuff, you know how to structure everything now you can actually use it to make money for yourself so say for instance you got a you got a cousin or you got a brother or anybody that you know they have a seven hundred credit score right why not use the skill set you know and actually monetize it to make money so there's the thing it's like a, it's like an affiliation right anything People don't even realize there's so much affiliations out here. You can actually get somebody, say, $100,000 in funding, right? So say for instance, I come to you, right? And you say, hey, man, you know, I want $100,000 in funding. I can say, all right, man, I got you, right? You know, your credit score, you got a good 700 credit score. Okay, cool. You know, I might not charge you nothing on the front end, but I'm going to say whatever you get, I'm going to charge you 10 grand. I mean, I'm going to charge you 10%. So if I get you $100,000, you'll pay me 10. You as a business owner, you're going to understand that you know, hey, this is worth it because without me, I'm not going to get this period, right? Yeah. Now, here's, here's the little trick to it. Here's a hack, right? Not It's not a hack, but it's the other thing behind it. These companies, they're called alternative lenders. Most people think of, you know, Navy Federal, true, it's like a little big makes you drive past, but there's alternative lenders out there that, uh, that'll want to actually fund you because that's how they make money. So they have less strict requirements. They may only need a 550 credit score, you know, they may need, they may just want to see your, uh, so it's three, it's like, it's like three C's. It's, it's the credit,
1: credit, cash, collateral. cash
0: uh, yeah, revenue, yeah, and then what was it, one more? Collateral. Collateral. Yeah. Hey man, thank you for that. Say, I don't, you, you, I, yeah, yeah, I was talking about it, yeah, you remember that. Yeah. Collateral. So with alternative credit, realistically, all you need to do is meet one of those three, right? One of those three. So if you got a lot of cash, cash flow. Yeah. You know, you might get approved for the loan with, with a 550 credit score, right? Again, it's still not ideal. You still want to have, if you can have an 800 credit score, that's going to be even better, right? You might have a higher interest rate. Or if you got a collateral, for instance, you're in a trucking industry, trucking industry, they might want to see that you're making 40K a month. But anyway, not to get too far off, but the point is you can actually find other people that can make, uh, that need to get this funding and you can make a living off of that. So say 10, I guess you a hundred thousand dollars, you pay me ten. Plus the company would pay me anywhere between ten to twelve percent. So I could literally make twenty two thousand dollars off just from getting one person funded by you earning this credit game. So you do that once a month. That's twenty two thousand. Twelve months? That's two hundred and sixty four thousand dollars, I believe. Mm. That's a six figure, right. six figure yeah. income. That can replace a lot of people's jobs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just getting one. Imagine if you did two. Two people a month. That's four hundred K. Right,
1: right, right. But- so before you before you go um like with those with those lenders are there like like are their interest rates like less favorable like like is it higher most times with those alternative funding
0: yeah so they might be a little bit they might be a little higher right so we got things like merchant cash advances merchant cash advances are not going to be the most ideal you know what i'm saying those are real hard yeah yeah and you got to pay them back real quick you know so they had like, it's like six or seven different kind of products. They got the MCAs, they got the cash advantages and stuff like that. Uh, so it just really depends. But they grade your stuff based off of like A paper, B, C, you know, it's it's like a grade, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, here's the other thing too. If you don't feel like you can actually handle the portion of being what's, what's considered a commercial loan broker, you could actually partner with somebody else and, uh, I just care. I don't care. I say it on here. It's a company called Roke Financial. You know, I work with them as well. You can go to Roke Financial and R O K R
1: O K Financial.
0: Yep. Okay. So yep. www.rokfinancial.com. You can actually go in there, becoming a partner with them, and all you have to do is bring them the client. So you know that this client, they okay, they got a seven hundred credit score. They kind of like want you to kind of like pre frame, make sure that they are like somewhat qualified. They don't don't send them somebody that got a 200 credit score yeah. you know what i'm saying you know that's not gonna work but if you know that okay 700 credit score okay cool then what they'll do is they'll reach out to all their set of lenders and they they might have like 60 different lenders that they will see okay they're qualified based off this they're qualified based on that okay cool no problem right and if they get 10 percent like if they get 10 percent they might make a cut with you and they might give you like 20 percent or 30 percent like I work with them, they give me thirty or because I'm already in the space. Yeah. But if you're just starting off and you just do twenty percent, so say for instance, they get they, if they get somebody hundred thousand dollars, they may give you uh, they their split will be ten thousand, but that ten thousand would be sp- actually that split be between between you and them. So they, you might get seven. for me. They'll get seven. I might get three. I made money, and all I did was refer. You know, refer, and they did the work. Mm. So the difference is you got to do more, but if you got a lot of clients coming that you can't handle like going through their paperwork and making sure that their, their credit is actually like structured, then, you know, you could actually do it that way. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, because I know we got to wrap up now. Um, So we're, like all the time you've been doing business credit, what was like your biggest month? Like what was the, the month you made the most money doing this?
0: Uh, So my goal, I'm going to say this real quick. My goal was to get to like a hundred K months, but I've had a hundred thousand dollars in sales. I think it was like, Yeah, I had sales, but I want to get like cash collected. But Mm. typically, the biggest months, the biggest months are March and April. You know, Mm. my first time, I hit the the first time. Like I said, we talked about this earlier. I made sixty five thousand dollars, and like I said, it was it was just crazy. But that was that was the stimulus and taxes mm. same time and that's oh, when i was yeah. like oh yeah this ain't gonna work Ca- the cash was but, out there <laughs> but yeah like i said but i paid a I paid a mentor 20 grand so i can actually scale because my goal mm-hmm. is you know get to consistent 100k months cash collected not just sales i, I didn't got 100k in sales you know with payment plans and stuff but yeah, yeah okay. i would say that
2: and he, he last thoughts bro Nah, this was a great conversation. Well, a sure. lot of game was dropped. <laughs> um, yeah, I,
1: yeah, this one is something where you gotta keep pausing, keep pausing, pausing, yeah. pausing, pausing. For sure, for sure. But um, how can the people find you, bro? Yeah, so tap in.
0: Yeah, so uh, I would say my Instagram. That's gonna be the I put, post a lot of content on there, so you can go to j uh, j underscore the CEO. All right. Uh, if you want to actually get your business credit looked at or you have issues with your you know, your personal credit, you can go to www.sixfigurefunding.com. And that's F-I-G-U-R, no E, so F-I-G-U-R funding.com. You can go there. You can actually grab my free master class where I break down how to structure your credit, how to build your business credit. And, you know, basically just kind of like you just get you from zero, zero business credit to 100000 Also got a YouTube, uh, J underscore the CEO. You can go to Facebook if you're on Facebook only, Six Figure Funding. And uh, or you don't want to do all that. You're driving down the road. You know, you can actually just text the word credit to 202-900-2927. Again, that's 202-900-2927. And like I said, I got you. Me and my team, anybody, whatever you need, we got you. All right, but Yeah, this is it's a wrap. But this is a great convo. I know. Definitely, like
2: you guys learned a lot, but like, like, uh, like usual, you know, we always bring quality, good quality guests, and Jerome, he was definitely was one of them. So if you haven't yet, just like comment and subscribe. Like uh, comment, we're gonna subscribe. keep coming. We're gonna keep coming with great quality guests. Um, and just watch this as many times as you can, you know, and pause it and take notes. A lot was given, and yeah, just thanks. Thanks Jerome for thank pulling you. up, you yeah. know, for, for, for having
0: real. me on here. I mean, it's I a long wish, drive. If we, if we had more time, yeah. I could keep on going. I feel like I was just getting started, but hey, <laughs> yeah, you got to tune in. You got to subscribe. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If You want to keep on watching this game? Okay, okay. So, yeah, All right, thank cool. y'all.
1: See so you guys tap into the next episode. We see you sign. see yeah. you guys soon. Um, motion and success. Thank y'all. Peace. Peace.